This is the Vitovold Brothers podcast. You're listening to Franz and Joseph Vitovold, and we want to show you a different angle on a lot of topics. Our goal is to enable you to appreciate your process of growth and to get you where you want to be with your own projects as quickly as possible by inspiring you three times a week. Hello and welcome to today's Sunday podcast. I'm super, super excited to have Jaron on today's um, interview. It's a very special guest to me. It's also a very special to me to to to, con- like to talk to him, actually. We haven't talked for a while. Um, we went together uh, to high school or I when I was uh, in my high school year in America for a year. Uh, we had some touch point. Uh, we had some, I think we played some basketball. We had some couple touch points also um, in church back there. Um, and I just perceive you always as a really kind and um, great person in general. Um, and therefore, I was just trying to reach out to you, which which luckily happened uh, to 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 work out. And I'm happy that you are here. First of all, how you're doing? Uh, where are you at at the moment? Uh, where are you at in your life? So that's like the, my main kind of question, which I'm asking. I feel like all the time of the podcast in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Joseph, I'm really, I'm really excited to be here. And yeah, it's been like, I think over five years since we've talked just because, you know, life took us different directions. But yeah, it's, I'm doing great. Um, I am currently at university. I am graduating next April. So I still got like a year left. I'm hoping to go into the med field as a physician assistant. And so I'm attending Brigham Young University, which is in Utah. And yeah, life is, is great. I'm just trying to figure out, um, life in general, <laughs> trying to figure out what I'm going to do um, these next couple of years. But, you know, at least I'm sure what I want to do for a career. And I think that's the most I can do right now is just kind of go in that direction. So that, that, that is amazing. And and now, um, I don't know, maybe we can just take a couple of steps back on, on your life um, and jump into maybe into high school um, or like, what was like the in high school um the the main motivation the main driver i feel like um sport was probably one of the the, the big things uh, which um yeah your family also you probably um really enjoyed most um just i don't know maybe maybe there's something um out of high school and um, a learning and interesting um story as well which just describes the time you had i think you had a really beautiful high school time i mean i was just like a very small fragment of it a part of it um but is is there something interesting and like like things you you have learned um from this time because i wasn't obviously part of it um for a long time yeah high school was definitely that was like one of the biggest moments of my life is just my whole high school career um, I think it was during high school that I realized that I just really like people. Um, if if you know me, I mean, I mean, yeah, you knew me for one year, but I I always loved hanging out with people. I loved talking to people, and that's kind of what inspired me to actually go on my mission later. I served a a mission for for my church like after high school, um, but it was because of my high school experience that I really learned that I just love talking to people, interacting with them, and just kind of getting to know who people are just in general. So, and so yeah, that was a big part of it. No, that that is amazing. That's also some like I I have to like that's also one of the biggest drivers I actually have. Like, just 
exchanging like exchanging ideas um standpoints viewpoints just um being yeah connecting with people is like giving so much um value so many messages um maybe also like just like since you talk to so many people you have like had so many conversations also because of your mission i'm very sure you experienced a lot of great stories as well there also probably sad ones and what are like one one maybe beautiful story you you're able to share um and a, a wise kind of thing you can take away from like a from one of those conversations i mean you had many many of them um, but maybe one thing you see which shocked you in a very positive way yeah and so you know on my mission i went out to oakland california and i was assigned to speak spanish to, to basically teach and minister to the hispanic community over there And so that within itself was quite an experience because I, I, I took Spanish in high school, but I mean, we didn't really learn a lot of Spanish. We mostly just watched like Nacho Libre or, you know, just random like funny movies like that. Um, so that was kind of an adjustment, just learning Spanish in general. But what I really liked was just like, as I was learning, because I would mess up a lot and I would definitely say things that I didn't mean to say, or I would just stutter. And it got me really embarrassed in a lot of situations. But something that I really, really loved about the people that we taught or just people that we talked to in general is that they were really loving and they were really, really helpful. Like if they if they see that you have a sincere effort to learn their culture and to learn about them and their language, then they're going to help you out. And I saw that firsthand, like they they were just really nice to me and they really helped me learn Spanish. And they it was like the best two years of my life because I became integrated within the Hispanic community in a way that I could have never imagined like doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely an experience. And, and, and while being like, so integrated, like, I mean, how long, how long did it like took you to like, understand, like get integrated as well as like a member of the whole community. And like, maybe can you distill also a little bit like those, like one of the best takeaways, the maybe a, beautiful thing you experience on your mission because i think um, a lot of people if they go on the mission and experience actually something very i mean they always experience something life-changing and maybe there's maybe like couple moments which you can like point to to explain and make it a little more um yeah visible um to also the audience like what what are the game changers also maybe for your life which you implemented which you learned the most from yeah so yeah i had a lot of beautiful moments on my mission um i think one of the biggest ones that I still like think about today. So I was going through a really rough time on my mission because on your mission, you know, I was learning a different language. I was in it, this complete different culture. Um, but on the mission, at least when I served, we weren't allowed to call our parents or like talk to them unless it was Christmas or mother's day. So we only had two days of the year that we actually got to talk to them, hear their voices because they wanted us to focus on, you know, spreading the gospel and teaching about Jesus Christ. And so, You know, that was really hard for me because I, I, I really wanted to talk to my family. I wanted to talk to my friends back home, but I was asked to basically give my life like for two years to just focus on that. And uh, so it was, it was definitely an adjustment period. And there were definitely times that, you know, I went to bed feeling really discouraged and depressed. Um, but you know what? That, I think I look back on those times and I look back at what I did so that I would get over that time because I knew that it was just an adjustment period. And so what I did is I wrote a kind of like a life statement or a life vision, kind of okay. like a personal motto yeah. so that I could get through those hard times. Because I looked at my mission as not just like 
a mission to help people, but also to help myself become a better person. And so the life vision, I still remember writing it down. Um, so I wrote it down on an on, on a index card. And I told myself, this is, this is my life statement. It says, choose this day to become a better man, husband, father, and brother that your heavenly father or, or that God needs you to be, wants you to be, and knows you can be. And so basically, I, I centered my, my mission around this concept that, hey, I'm becoming a better man. I'm becoming a better person, a better father or future father, a better future husband, because I'm going through this experience. Because a lot of the lessons I learned on my mission, they're very, very applicable to, to life. You don't even have to be a member to, to apply these, these lessons that I learned. You can, you can take the lessons that I've learned and you can apply it to your life, even if you're not a member of the church. Because it's all about just self-improvement. It's about being and fulfilling your, your full potential. And so that's what I focused on, on my mission. So whenever I was going through a hard time, I would take a step back and I'd say, yeah, this, this kind of sucks, but you know what? Like, I'm going to look back and I'm going to say that, like, I overcame that challenge and I'm a better person because of it. And so that was one of the more special moments of my mission. Whenever I came up with that life vision, because it, it positively impacted the rest of my mission. And um, so like so, sorry for like i'm um, interrupting you but like this life yeah, mission yeah. it was just like the practice of writing this one statement down whenever you had one of those moments or you like all the time you wrote down a different statement a different um reflecting um sentence kind of or or how was the like practice behind it out of curiosity and i do agree with what you said and this is what i always saw when i also was in america i also was involved involved and saw actually the insights a little bit into like the moment culture as well and what i saw on those missions was so much learning so much um experiences and whatever other people might think about it but it's so interesting and like it brings you It gives you so many re uh, like revelations um so many insights about you yourself what you're missing and also like just calling your family so little just um feeling a little de detached and just focusing on this one thing i think brings you so much um insights and also i think you get so like you understand yourself so much better like um mm -hmm. and to oh, yeah, overcome sure. those struggles um The, the main question again coming back to it i'm always like getting a little distracted sometimes <laughs> you're while good, talking. You're um like the, the things you wrote down or this one like statement like mm -hmm. how did you use it or like how did you like when you had a bad time or like a or not a bad time but like a more uh, struggling time how did you manage to overcome it like you said you you took a couple steps back and then you you did what just out of curiosity okay so yeah i i wrote that vision statement on an index card And I actually put that right beside my bed. So every night I would look at it and I would say, okay, am I a better person than I was the day before? And so that's what I would do at the end of the day, just to kind of reflect, like, am I, were my actions that I did today, like, did they help me become a better person? And then, yeah, in the moment, I also had a copy of that index card. I always had it in the, the pocket of my shirt, like, like right here. Yeah. So that if I ever got discouraged, I would just take that note card out. It was like in a small little like notebook, notebook that I had in my pocket as well. So I'd take that out and I'd look at it and I would just say, hey, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be able to overcome like whatever, whatever I'm uh, going through right now. So, so it was just like, and then like in, in your head, like, was there also different practice and um, how, how you, yeah, how you could overcome those difficulties? Because um, I think what is beautiful about like what you were saying is that 
it's so greatly to use also for other people in their lives to like um have um like some kind of like manifestation basically to repeat every day and also what you also implement with that is like the daily reflection up on um the things you did i think this is very beautiful and very powerful as well and um, like what are the other things steps maybe you can also share you you want to share which you might did if if it was very difficult to overcome something or it was very a very challenging moment um uh what what are maybe the other practices you you also um, integrated at the time in your life yeah and so i think a, a lot of it came from um i had a lot of time to reflect and so when you have more time to think about something then you know you can make more connections like about that thing in your head and so like i had a lot of time to reflect on whatever i was going through and something that i realized is like you know you think back on all the tough times in your life right and you think oh yeah that was definitely a tough time but that's the that's the cool thing about it is that usually those times end like you can usually think of like when it started but also when it ended yeah um obviously there might be some ongoing like mental health issues or whatever like that but for the most part you can say that like oh yeah like i was going through a hard time but then it ended like at this moment in time and so if you have that perspective that if you're going through a hard time that there will be an end of it then like that definitely helps it just helps you to have a little bit more motivation to like get through it to to like persevere so that you can get to that point in time whenever it's not a problem in your life anymore and so that definitely helped me so just having that perspective of that you know this hard time will end sometime but how how did you how did you got this perspective of of having this view because i think a lot of people do struggle to get this perspective to to get this understanding of taking those steps back which you said very easily but it's it's not as easy in life it's like for a lot of people who are involved in The whole like the whole world is so fast, which kind of everyone says there's so much distraction on on your smartphone every second, especially I think in America it's stronger than in Germany, even like you you grab your phone, you you read a message, you whatever, like always like there's always something going on. It's crazy. And how did you got this perspective for you? Like how were you able to to manage that? Yeah. Um a lot of it just came from like, like I said, I just took the time. So on a mission, you have time to do personal study. And so like you wake up, you exercise, and then you have time to like study um, for, from like about 8.30 to, in my case, it was about 11.30. So I studied like the scriptures, I yeah. wrote my journal, and then I would also study like the language of Spanish. And so I had basically like two and a half hours to three hours of just straight studying and just like pondering and thinking. And that was really, really nice because, um, you know, like what you said, like whenever I was back home, like before my mission, I was very distracted with just like hanging out with people, which isn't a bad thing, but also on my phone. Um, like life in general is just really, really busy. It's really distracting. And I think a lot of people don't take that time to just sit back, relax, but also ponder and reflect on like things in the past, because a lot of the lessons that we learn is whenever we look back in time and we say, oh yeah, like this happened because of this. And I learned that. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of a lot of that just came from the time that I set apart just to study and just kind of reflect. That that's impressive, and and because like also um, I don't know if I remember correctly on on the missions you also couldn't have a cell phone or could you have a cell phone? How was this? Um, yeah, on your uh, mission in this case. Yeah, so you you have a phone, but it's it's not like a regular phone. It doesn't have like social media, um, so I couldn't go on Facebook. I couldn't go on Instagram or whatever yeah. and scroll. 
And obviously you can't call people from back home. So it was just basically a phone so that you can contact the people that you were teaching um, yeah. just so you can set up appointments with them. So that's that's also amazing i think that also makes a big difference and how was the step from having like a smartphone to this phone and not being able to have the connectivity anymore i mean on our fingertips we have so much power actually with a smartphone it doesn't matter if it is like just browsing some information if it is i don't know the the consumption we are doing day on the daily day-to-day -day basis um how was this uh, switch for you also in your head as well that's also interesting because i think For me, that would be a, a challenge. I think at least for the first two weeks, at least, I think. Yeah, it was definitely an adjustment. It actually was surprising because I didn't struggle too much. Like as soon as I got my mission, not having a phone was actually kind of easy for me. Because yeah. like, I think I was more stressed out about like learning Spanish and stuff like that. Okay. That I didn't yeah. really like stress about not having a phone. But it definitely is an adjustment for a lot of missionaries because yeah, a lot of them use that phone to stay connected with their friends and stuff like that. So, um, but for me, I didn't struggle a whole lot. It was mostly just, I was just like really worried because I really wanted to learn Spanish like fast. Um, yeah. and that's, that's what occupied my brain most of the time because I wanted to be able to communicate with people. Because, like I said, in high school, I love talking to people. Yes. And so I, I was like, how am I going to talk to people if I don't know how to speak their language? <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was, I was mostly focused on that. Oh, that, that is amazing. And, and, and how long did it took you to, um, Yeah, learn Spanish. I think, I mean, also for, for me, I had, for example, Latin in school and I didn't learn like anything. I mean, I had, I mean, I had it, but it was similar to, to your Spanish you probably had in school. You didn't really took too much away. Like if, like a flowing conversation like we have now was not even possible in any, in any way. And um, how long did it took you to, when you were focused, when you actually, um, yeah, occupied, how beautiful you said it, occupied your brain, um, doing this, um, kind of, I mean, this thing like learning Spanish and, and, and integrate into the culture as well? I think for me to become comfortable and fluent to yeah. where I can communicate like all of my thoughts and understand everybody's thoughts was about eight months to about a year. It was about how long it took for me to finally like be able to express like my entire like feelings. Um, but at, at six months, I was able to, you know, understand for the most part what people were saying. Obviously, there were some words that I had to write down there's still words that I still don't know. And I write down, but at six months, I felt pretty, like I felt average. Like I felt like I could actually like talk to people and like not be embarrassed about it as yeah. much, but at about eight months to a year is whenever I felt really, really confident. And I would just go up to random people and start speaking Spanish to them. So that's amazing. I mean, that that's so impressive for me because I mean, my brother is at the moment in Costa Rica and I mean, his level of Spanish is not even compared, like you can't really compare to your level. I'm very sure about that because he was just doing like, I think a four week crash course on Spanish and then mm. just had like, has like, like small conversation. But like for us, it's so much easier to just like switch to English. And also the majority of people speaks English. That's why also for, I mean, most Americans just speak Yeah, I mean, English, it's yeah. like so comfortable because all over the world is like so well known. Um, it's so easy to communicate. Um, but what I, what I see um, happening a lot of times when you're like somewhere and you're not able to speak this language, I, I just tend to speak English all the time, which is just so much easier um, in the end yeah. and also to to obviously communicate. Um, but my, my brother had them um, or had 
struggled a lot to understand um, as well and, and he still has some struggle with it because it's so challenging in the beginning also learning a language and it was the same when I was actually in high school at the first weeks um, also um, it was so challenging I like I had like I felt my head was heavy the whole time I was like I was so exhausted by just like trying to understand trying to understand and and, and my host family like was just like repeating stuff over and over again and I, I felt so like stupid sometimes to not be able mm -hmm. to understand uh, uh, what's going on but also at some point I, I can't even recall uh, when it was but it was just like making click I like you you feel the language a little more you feel um, the vibe of the language even like for my in my case even so I'm maybe not perfect in the grammar but mm -hmm. uh, I just felt how to use different words even so sometimes I can't even explain the the meaning in in my native language, German, um, I think, I don't know, like this also happened, you said after like nine, nine months or you or something, or when did this happen to like, feel the whole language kind of, I don't know if, how you experience it, maybe it might be different for you. Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, like it was around the eight to 12 month mark. Okay. Whenever it's, it's a click, it's just like you wake up yeah. one day and you're like, you know what, this makes a lot more sense. And like, you just start speaking it and then you can understand people. And so kind of like I said, it's like, you know, you look back at times of difficulty and there's always an end to it. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like at that eight to 12 month mark was the end of that hard time because I realized I know more than I think I can understand more than I think. And I can, I can actually express my thoughts. So. Uh, that, that, that is amazing. Yeah. And especially, especially when, I don't know, it also fits for me so beautifully to be able to understand fully a language to, obviously there are some very specific words, which I still struggle with, especially when it comes to, yeah, I mean, specific subject and science and in, in, in physics and whatever. I mean, I think um, everyone has some like then struggles uh, with, with with certain parts of the language. But still, if you understand main main the main part of it, um, it's mm -hmm. it's a very great feeling. And it's also very um, for me, it was very nice to achieve this um, point, because for me in high school, I was um, not good in English. I had a very big struggle with it. I was struggling. Uh, you, you spoke good, you, you spoke good English back in high school, though. Yeah, when I was yeah in America for a while, but I mean in high school back in Germany. I oh, had, in like, Germany, okay. I had struggled. Like uh, my grades weren't good. Like um, I don't know what was the grading system A, B, C, D, C, D. Yeah, yeah. And then so yep. I probably had like a C, C or something or. Like I was not good and, and that's why I was very proud of myself. But now coming back to this reflections you said, um, what was like what were your takeaways from that? Because I think um, on, on at least my understanding about um person development, about also challenge like challenges in your life, a lot comes from your childhood, which you took away, like which you um where where you find struggles, where you find certain behaviors which um leads you also to struggles, which leads you to um, I don't know, like, it's not the right term, which I use. It's like sentences of belief where like, where you tell yourself, Hey, I can't do it, but it's just somewhere mm -hmm. connected to maybe your childhood, maybe to some experiences as well. Um, what, what, what were your main takeaways from looking back and, and seeing how that have, like how you can change that, how can you turn that around and kind of rewire your brain a little bit to, to be this better person you were talking about? Is, is there something specific which you could recall or want to talk about maybe? Yeah, well, I mean, the whole entire mission experience, you, you, I look back on it 
And I do think about, you know, the struggles I went through, but I more think about how I was able to overcome them. Cause it, you're right. Like we can look back and we can think, oh yeah, like this bad thing happened in my life. And because of that, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. But at the same time, you can always look back and say, I did this great thing, even in the midst of trial. And I can still do that today. And so it can still influence you to do good um, in present day. And so, yep. you know, the biggest thing I, I can take away from just that whole mission experience is that I can do hard things. Like I can, I can overcome challenges that present themselves to me. Cause um, like I said, I was, I was, I went through a pretty hard time. I remember I was trying to talk to somebody in Spanish yeah. and she saw that she saw that I was really, really struggling and she wasn't the nicest person. <laughs> and she, I just remember she, uh, she spoke to me in English with her, with her thick uh, Spanish accent. She's like, stop that. She's like, where are you from? And I go, uh, Texas. And she goes, go back to Texas. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I was like, ouch. Yeah. I was like, dang. She's like basically saying like, yeah, you can't speak my language. Just go back to Texas where you came yeah. from. And yeah. that really, that, that really tough. hurt me. Yeah. But it also like inspired me. I said, you know what? Like I'm going to learn Spanish as much as I can so that I can talk to her. And I remember probably like three or four months later, I went back to her house and I spoke to her and she was like, wow. She's like, you've changed. No and way. So, That's amazing. It's impressive. Yeah. And so I, I look back on that and, you know, in the midst of trial, we have two options. We can either run away um, and we can be justified in that. Like I could have been justified to never go back to her house to never even like try speaking Spanish to her because I had kind of like a bad experience with her. Yeah. But so you can either run away or you can take that experience and you can improve upon yourself. And so that's what I decided to do. And that's one of the lessons I still have today in my mind like anytime i go through a hard time i say okay am i going to run away or will i make the best out of the situation and become better and so uh, yeah that's um, a very beautiful mindset and 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 the like where i think it's probably then now going a little deeper probably in the like religion part but like where are you taking the energy from on trying being your better self every day being better on in, in in any area and being kind and serving people all those things are like also values which we should integrate even so maybe we're not connected with um the, the mormon religion and because i think there is a lot of things which we can distill to like other people as well mm -hmm. to just oh yeah for think, sure which which will lead and and help you to still be be a better person and be kinder to um yeah to to the people around you like where are you taking this energy from just um yeah yeah um so you ask a lot of people in the world like the quest of their life and a lot of people are going to say they try to find purpose in their life yeah. like what's my purpose right like why am i here on earth what am i doing um you know and that's why a lot of people do a bunch of things because they show to explore life and they're trying to find what calls like what's their calling Yeah. And that's kind of like, um, that's kind of what I was teaching about in whenever I was on a mission. And, but like what you said, like, you don't have to be a member of the church or the Mormon church to, to have that quest of purpose of life. Like, that's just a very, very basic human, like thing that a lot of us think about, like, what am I going to do the rest of my life? Yes. And so when you're on your quest for your purpose of life, you're going to get discouraged. You're going to go through a lot of hard times and it might take uh, a long time for you to find out what your purpose in life is. Um, but you know what, like you will find it. And if you have that belief that you, you will find the purpose of your life, then that's enough to get you through those hard times because you have that, it's like faith, you know, you, you have that faith that you're going to be able to, to one day know what you're supposed to do. And so, um, yeah. 
and and for for your like um purpose it's like just the same things which you just said also um counts and applies to to your um belief like to that you are just like giving yourself the time to figure it out or are you also because for me i think also for our generation since i also said everything is so fast um everyone wants to have fast results um everything needs to just be there fast be there by now but like how I don't know how do you like the statement of like this light like life is a process and we need to enjoy this process of the development of those different stages we go through like how is your view on that i think that's the most accurate statement ever because this life really is a gift um you look at just like all the things that are available to us like different cultures like all these different like foods experiences that like are available to us like this life is meant to be enjoyed and i think a lot of finding your purpose is experiencing all of that. It's experiencing life. It's, it's like, you know, just going out there and like finding yourself. And I think by doing that, you're finding your purpose because you're exploring life in its entirety. And so that's what I personally think. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. Um, I do agree up on that. And also like, also since my brother just went to like Costa Rica and is like enjoying his life like there and it's like integrating with the culture is like meeting so many new people and, has so many different um, connections and so many different life stories. It's just um, very nice to be able to do that because also what you probably saw and maybe you have something you could share, but there are so many people out there who struggle, who who have a very hard time. Is, is there maybe any story you, you are capable of, of sharing just to, I don't know, just if, if you like to, if you want to, to like make it a more clear picture because I don't have those, like I don't see those, stories that often um because i have i have just people around me who are i mean who are thriving for something who have a pretty good um healthy background um maybe there's some one of the experiences you had there which is underlining how how different and how difficult it can be as well for people and because i think for our generation it's very um important also to understand how lucky we are um that we oh, yeah, have this sure. this this life and we are actually able to to experience what what we have around us and and how lucky we are to sit have a bed have everything around mm -hmm. us have a computer in front of us yeah i so on my mission i met a lot of people with really really sad stories um i met people who were going through depression people that were in abusive relationships people whose families had been torn apart because they were in different countries and some of them had been deported or families whose, you know, family members had been killed due to gang violence. Um, and so I, I met like a pretty wide variety or wide range of basically heartbroken people. And, you know, I think the biggest lesson that we tried to teach them was faith. Now faith, when people hear faith, they think of religious or just like religion. But you can still have faith and, and not be religious. You know, faith is just defined as a hope for something that's not seen. Yeah. And so basically, when you have faith, you can hope for basically like a better future. Because a yeah. lot of these people that I came into contact to, um, they didn't have that faith. Or they didn't have that hope that their life can improve. They thought that they were going to be sad forever. And yeah. so, yeah, like we, we wanted to introduce, you know, the concept of Jesus Christ and all that to them. But we also just wanted them to know that their life can get better, that their life could improve. And that's the main takeaway that we, we went around about doing was just like, Hey, have faith in a better future, have faith in a better tomorrow. Um, and so that really helped me just understand 
like it also helped me understand that yeah my life is really really different from these people's um like i'm very very blessed i have you know i have my family i can talk to them um none of us have died due to gang violence you know like i lived a very i live a very very blessed life um and so when i compared myself to them it just really really humbled me and it made me want to really just help them understand that hey like even though these things that um you don't have are like even though you don't have these things right now if you have faith and have hope you can create a better life yeah um and i think that's a big lesson that a lot of people um struggle learning because when you're in those trials and those moments of trial um sometimes you can't see the end of it and sometimes it's really easy just to accept your fate and just say okay this is the new me and so um if you just have that faith and that hope that hey like things can get better that's that's like a big lesson that you can learn so that was i thought that was a beautiful those were beautiful experiences that i can think of yeah um because just imagine like when i served my mission i was like 18 19 years old and so just imagine like these random 18 19 year old boys like two two random 18 19 year old boys coming into your house and for some reason you just tell them your life story that's exactly what happened like i would just knock on people's doors and they would invite me in and we would just start talking and then somehow they would just randomly open up to us. Yeah. They would tell us like, you know what? Like my whole life feels like it's in shambles right now. Like my son got killed like just the other week. And I was just like, it always amazed me. I'm like, why, why are you telling me this? Like, I'm just only 18, 19 years old. I literally just knocked on your door like 10 minutes ago, but it's because people always want to, they want something to hope in, or they want to find something to hope for. And so, um, I thought that was just really amazing how we can come to people like complete strangers and we can offer them that hope. Ultimately, that hope came from a, a greater being. Um, but for us, like we were just there to present the message to them. So I thought that was just amazing. It, it is. It is very, um, very great. And even so also like, again, like not saying against it, but even so if you if it is not uh, like like mm-hmm. if it is not religion what we're talking about if it is just yeah. a normal conversation you can have exactly the same experience it's so interesting exactly. if you are if yeah. you are open enough to to let like let that happen to you and also it's it's actually very interesting what always happens to me in interviews for example the more open you are like with your heart with your belief with everything the, the more open the other person will be even so maybe it's maybe not the first five minutes but like the more you show more of you of of how much you appreciate them how much you want to help them and how much you are able to share about yourself the more the other person will also open towards you and i think this is also a very great thing which you can use in your general life because the more open you are as a person the more people you're going to attract as well into your life the more openness is going to come to towards you and and that is i think very beautiful and 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 very powerful in life if you if you understood that for once and implement that all the time because i think it's gonna also show you more beauty in life more people um gonna come towards you to and and make the experience of your life um different um, and potentially um then not not better but but it's gonna be more interesting and, and very um beautiful and I'm also very glad that I, for example, study in the Netherlands because I also met so many people who are so open, so mm-hmm. just so like such good souls in general. And and this also um, gave me a lot of understanding about myself, having those conversations. And and uh, that's very nice uh, to me to to always have 
and been able to to communicate that openly and um, without um, being ashamed but I, i'm very impressed and especially like what you just said like having those young people telling you those things like what was your thought process when you like had those stories and there was not just one but there were like many of them maybe also different age groups but still like how did you reflect upon that how did you like what were your like then takeaways for your life from those stories did you just like put it into like one big like, i don't know box or something on the site or did you like like integrate that into your life somehow and like took some parts for you and said like like basically converted that into like gratitude towards your life um what was the main uh, thing which happened yeah so i wrote in my journal every day for those two years that i served in my mission every day and that's amazing every that's day amazing. yeah the, the, i the, i was like The, sorry sorry for interrupting again but the power no, of the, the power of consistency is so insane like if you're like doing things every day it's like stacking up and i just love like i'm not doing it for myself like i'm i can mm -hmm. talk about it but still it's like it's so powerful if you're doing that consistently and if you can actually like look back at it but uh, please go on i'm sorry yeah no exactly that's that's exactly the mindset i had that's why i wrote on it because i wrote in my journal every day because i knew that one day i might forget But also I wanted, I wanted my kids to be able to read like what I went through, like firsthand experience, because yeah, like I said, like I might forget everything. Yeah. Um, and so anytime I came into contact with people that struggled, I usually wrote about it in my journal because it impacted. Like I was, I always wrote about how amazing it was just like people would confide in me, just this, this random teenager um, to help them out basically. And so that was always inspiring. And I, I sometimes I still read back on my journals. And yeah. I just like, I like to, I like to read it and think, oh yeah, I, I actually do remember that. Like I remember sitting in that specific lesson with that specific person and like helping them realize that, Hey, there's something great to hope for. And that's something else that I really, really love reading about in my journals is just like, whenever you offer someone hope, there's a visible difference that you can see in their eyes. Um, people's like eyes, like you always hear that phrase, like, oh yeah, their eyes like lit up with hope. But that's like a literal phrase. Like whenever you offer someone like this greater hope, their eyes actually do light up and their entire being becomes more bright, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And so, yeah, I that's something that I definitely, definitely will always remember. That's something that I still apply um, because I, I love that I wrote, wrote it down because I can go back and read it and be inspired again. And I can also share it with other people. I've definitely, yeah. I've definitely shared some of those journal entries with some people that have needed it. Yes. And so it, it's definitely something great to have on hand. Uh, do you have like, I mean, I mean, you're, since you talked about it like a lot, you talked about yourself. Um, you said like one story, one one day from your journal, which you are able to share on, on here, like just a great takeaway story for people between like main target group at the moment is like 18 and 30, like where you think they can take away a lot of like um, wisdom as well, like from um other story maybe like is there like this this one day which is like in in your in your experience um which you would like to like recall and say hey this is like this moment was like so life-changing for me as well not just yeah i don't know yeah i think something i mean your audience is 18 to 30 years old i think something that would be very very beneficial for anybody between that age range so one of my journal entries i wrote a letter to myself um, I wrote a letter to myself, like basically what I was going through in that moment, how I felt and what I hoped for. So basically I was going through a hard time and I just said, Hey, like, dear Jaren, like, this is what you're going through right now. You're, you're struggling with this and this, 
Um, this is how you feel. Like I'm really, really sad. I'm really, really depressed. I don't think that I can do it. But then I also wrote that section like, but I hope that when you read this again, and I, I like actually put a piece of paper over this journal entry. So I wouldn't, so I wouldn't read it until a year after. So that if I was tempted to look back that there was a piece of paper on it, I was just like, okay, I won't read it. Um, but basically that, that letter I wrote to myself wasn't supposed to be read until a year later. And so I wrote that letter to myself. And then a year later, um, I went back and I read it. And it's just amazing to see the difference, the different person I was in that moment. And then the person I was a year later. Yeah. Um, because I look back, I'm like, yeah, that was a really hard time. But like, oh man, like just think about all the great times I had after that, you know, and the person yeah. I became. Um, a lot of a lot of people talk about changing, like whenever you go through experiences or like difficulties, you change. I don't really like that phrase because changing implies that you like are completely different. Yeah. Um, for the most part, when when you go through like certain experiences, you're the same person, but you're a, a better version of your of yourself before. Yeah. And so instead of saying I instead of saying I changed for the better, I like to say I became better because that's what basically you did. You became someone else. You became not someone else. You became someone better. Yeah. Um, you didn't change who you were. You're still the same person. You just became a better version of yourself. And so that's something that I look back on. Um, that was a life-changing experience for me, just reading that that letter that I wrote to myself. Yeah. Um and just realizing that, hey, I became a better person from that from that day. No, that 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 is some um, yeah, very impressive. And still, like, uh, there's so much power. Um, as we like said quite a, like quite a couple times already, like in in reflection, in just like looking back um at yourself and and like actually, you know, writing about it, writing down your thoughts as well. And I think this like process as well is also um very nice to do because it just you don't have to rush. You have to, like, you can take your time on writing down your thoughts. And if you also see it, if you then also think about, especially the phrasing, what you also said, like, just if you look how you phrase words, how you phrase your sentence as well, there's also a little, like a lot of power in, in the language as well, how you phrase um, how you talk to yourself. And I think how you talk to yourself is also a lot, how, how you think of yourself. And this is also then leading to the energy which you kind of give out to other people. So the more clear you are about like what you think and um, the more connected you are to, with yourself, I think like centered, um, this also helps you to, to support and help other people better. Because I, I also saw it in, on, on myself. I mean, the more I was like, developing myself the more I, I was able to talk to people like you, for example, all the other beautiful people I met also during my, my studies and um, which I'm still in. I could learn a lot and and what i also love to think about in a very positive way is like like since i'm in such a great position um i can always give i can always help and and the most beautiful thing which you also learn um i think at church is like giving without receiving like mm -hmm. i think this is so powerful like not just connected to the like religion but it's just connected to life so beautifully because if you just give without a return it will come back it doesn't it doesn't matter how it will like how it comes back but it will somehow potentially come back and if not it's also fine it's it's no not that big of a deal because usually when you um but just giving is something very beautiful and i think um maybe you can share like one of the reflections and uh, not reflection one of the um stories where you gave like gave like i don't know like just yourself to like be an open ear for someone or and um, talk to someone like what was like this 
the greatest story like in terms of like not success but in terms of like development where you saw I, I'm like so impressed by this person this person actually did so many things which I talked about in terms of like change maybe a little bit his mindset um change oh, yeah. maybe a couple other things is there like one of the stories which you could also recall um and and share because I really love those stories I think it's like in this case the the mission is so helpful because it gives you the uh, the possibility to meet so many people in such a short amount of time and gives you so many insights into so many different people's yeah. life and this is such a like a crazy way on 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 how many perspectives you can get so is there one of those beautiful stories where you said hey i wasn't expecting that at all um this beautiful outcome in the end yeah and so i won't share this guy's name because just for like privacy yeah, of like course please stuff but there was this one guy that we taught and he was a gangster actually he belonged yeah. to a gang and he had done a bunch of stuff in his life that he wasn't proud of yeah. But when he met us, he was like, you know, I want to change. And so we taught him, you know, our message and we taught him the lessons. And it's just amazing to compare that this gangster, this guy that used to do a bunch of, you know, just drugs, drink, and he used to, you know, probably beat people up or worse. Um, he just changed his whole entire life around. Um, and I see him now. Um, he was actually one of the last people that we taught. We, we taught him. Um, we actually taught him my very first year. And then we taught his wife the next year. And so it was just amazing to see that um, the person that he was at the very beginning of my mission and to help him like get married to this woman that he loved because after he changed his life, he, he met this woman and then they got married and we helped, we, we just helped them with that process and stuff like that. And it was just amazing to look at him now. I still talk to him today mm -hmm. and yeah, um, he's such an awesome guy, but it's just amazing to see where he is now and then where he was within four years ago. Like he was just out of jail. He was really, really like really, really in a bad spot in his life. But now he, I look at him now, I look at him on Facebook and he's with his wife and they have, I think they're about to have a kid now. That's and amazing. he's just, yeah, he's just amazingly happy. And he would have never thought of like a happiness like that back then when we met him, you know, on my mission. Yeah. And so I, I think that's just one of the greatest like experiences that I had is just seeing the visible change in this guy's life yeah, and how his life is substantially better because of the changes he made. That's impressive. And also like just this, this story also like should, should give everyone who's listening to the podcast, the idea of like, if you, if you want to make a change, if you want to like move in a different direction, it's, first of all, just starts with the decision of making the change and then working like step by step, like going into this direction with like baby steps, like not with like big mm -hmm. steps, but just step by step and without rushing. And I think, and I know also like almost everything is possible in terms of change. If you want to like do something different, if you want to interact differently, um, there's so much possibility, like kind of endless. Um, I, I really, I really love the story. And, and for for you, how how does it feel personally for you? If you like, like got to like, like you saw this process happening, you saw many other processes also happening, um, like, like great stories as well as also um, probably some negative ones. Like, how do you then um, integrate that as well into your life? Like, does it make you proud? How do you how do you feel about it? Because for me, I mean, I personally would be like very proud of the the work I did back then, and also part of myself to be able to pull that off as well to like be able to hey um help him out in, in the way you you did 
yeah i mean i definitely think that there was divine help in making that change That's, um, yeah of, of course yeah sorry but at the same time i also think that like it's just amazing how yeah like how i'm capable to to help someone out like that like this guy is probably 20 30 years older than me and i was able to help him change his life you know yeah um which i think is crazy it, it just also highlights the potential that we all have to inspire and uplift each other because that's i think that's a beautiful thing about just the humanity or just like the human race is that we've developed so much because we rely on each other so much yeah um i mean it's it's definitely great to be independent but i think one of the biggest lessons we can learn is learn how to depend on others as well um, yeah. we can't go through our entire life like being independent we need we need to yeah. depend on other people and so there are definitely going to be times that we struggle that we're going to have to lean on someone's shoulder you know like whenever like you know a soccer player is injured they they like put their arms around someone and that person helps them walk off the field sometimes we go through moments in life where we're injured and we yeah. can't walk off the field by ourselves we're going to have to put our arm around someone and we're going to have to like lean on them so that they can help us off and I think that's one of the biggest lessons that we can learn is that sometimes we're the person that's helping the person off the field, but sometimes we're the injured person. And I think that within itself is just a beautiful, beautiful imagery of like what life is, how yeah. we are independent, but we are also dependent on other people. I I can just agree on that. And it's so beautifully explained. And like also the pictures you used, it's so, so great because like i just see also like what i what i talk a lot or like i have talked in, in my podcast also about is like the power of your network it's basically describing the same scenario you just described but like just think of um who you can help first of all if you're capable of it if you're not injured in this case but then also think of if you if you're in struggle ask for help because there are people out there who are willing to help and i think there are a couple of people which are not like sometimes don't want to ask, which is, I mean, like no judgment, but it's not, it's not very smart to do it because mm -hmm. the, the network, if you have great friends, if you have a couple of people around you, there's usually always someone who is willing to help you. Um, obviously there are probably also cases where it's not happening, but in, in my case also, I'm, I'm very open to like, just if I have some struggle, if I don't know anything about a specific topic, I like to ask someone, who I know of, who, who knows it and who loves to share it with me so that I, my knowledge is maybe a little bigger in this field. And I also do the same thing. If I have more knowledge, people can always ask me. And then that's what you said so beautifully. I can't recall it better uh, what you just said. Like, this is so beautiful about humanity and 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 being working together is very, very powerful and can create, um can, can um, yeah, brings the process very far or brings you very far in general. Um, just since since you said such a beautiful statement um is there anything else or or any other big message you can you can share to the audience which can also again um are the experience from your mission but also maybe as well from your normal life would you think hey people should um focus more on that or should 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 be aware of of this thing of 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 this aspect of life as well. Um, is there anything else you could, you could share maybe? Yeah. I mean, I think just to like wrap everything up, what I've just yes. talked about today, um, you know, I think it'd be very beneficial for just everybody to just think about what your purpose in life is. Think about the person that you want to become and then 
start off with the small things to help you become that person. But it's also important to know that we're not perfect. We're going to definitely mess up. We're going to fall short. Um, some days I definitely looked at that note card that had my life vision. And I said, oh man, I didn't, I am not a better person than I was the day before. Um, but that doesn't mean I was a failure. That just means that the next day I'm going to try harder and realize that there are people around you that you can lean on and that people also are going to lean on you. Um, realize that you're going to, you're going to be an instrument in helping people become better and to helping them find their purpose. Um, and so just like all of those lessons combined is just like, that's just the life experience. Like you talked about how, um, life is just about going out and experiencing everything, like go and do that experience life. Um, but experience life, like with other people, find your purpose. And that's basically all I, I could say, I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much for like yeah, sharing everything, sharing the stories and for your openness. I really appreciate that. I can just, yeah, say the same thing. Um, what you just said, um, try to experience as much as possible. Go out there and, and just see um, one thing where life takes you, but also like just don't don't rush to find the purpose you won't find it it just needs the time and and whenever um the right time comes uh, you're going to realize hey that's this is the thing i, I want to do for now and also even if you found this purpose this purpose is also not permanent at least in my in my vision it means you don't have to do that your whole life maybe the purpose you were thriving for was just for like five years something which you really appreciate doing and then you can change it and so there's always the possibility of of doing that um, with that said, um, I just want to yeah, thank you so, so much um, for being here, taking the time um, for, for, for sharing the stories, sharing the story about your mission, about the things you experienced and highly appreciate talking to you. Uh, it was very beautiful. And yeah, I think man. there was a lot of wisdom in this conversation, uh, which, which we could share. Thank you so much. Yeah, Joseph, dude, it was, it was really nice being here with you and talking, catching up with you. Like I said, it's been like five or six years since I've talked to you. I think the last time I saw you was in the Vider High School lunchroom. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, because that's because that's usually whenever we hung out, we would hang out because yeah. um, you, you ate lunch with my group. And so yeah. it's just crazy how how life has just taken us different directions. But Indeed. Yeah. But, but but what I what I just realized as well is also beautiful. It's like how still like how beautiful we, we experienced life on different levels, but had like similar realizations about life, similar things yeah. we could like distill from from the experience we made on a different level but we could make them and that's um very powerful to me as well how how connected um, we are in general um which is um, very beautiful yeah for sure uh, with that said i think we're done with this podcast thank you so much for being here and again highly appreciate you um had the time yeah joseph thanks again for having me man it was nice talking to you